Well, good morning everybody and welcome to our service from the Burnham Benefice on this day the 29th of November which is Advent Sunday and we begin with a short piece of music played on the organ at Thorpe by Marianne Abranovich. <laughs> Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you, and also with you. Almighty God, to whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hidden, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you, and worthily magnify your holy name, through Christ our Lord. Amen. When the Lord comes, he will bring to light the things now hidden in darkness and will disclose the purposes of the heart. Therefore, in the light of Christ, let us confess together our sins. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, we have sinned against you and against our neighbour in thought and word and deed, through negligence, through weakness, through our own deliberate fault, we are truly sorry and repent of all our sins. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, who died for us, forgive us all that is past and grant that we may serve you in newness of life. To the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, who forgives all who truly repent, have mercy upon you. Pardon and deliver you from all your sins, confirm and strengthen you in all goodness, and keep you in life eternal. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And in Advent we say the Kyrie. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. And so the collect for the first Sunday of Advent. Almighty God, give us grace to cast away the works of darkness and to put on the armour of light, now, in the time of this mortal life, in which your Son, Jesus Christ, came to us in great humility, that on the last day, when he shall come again in his glorious majesty to judge the living and the dead, we may rise to the life immortal. Through him, who is alive and reigns with you, 
in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Our first reading is taken from the prophecy of Isaiah, chapter 64, verses 1 to 9. Oh, that you would tear open the heavens and come down, so that the mountains would quake at your presence, as when fire kindles brushwood and the fire causes water to boil, to make your name known to your adversaries, so that the nations might tremble at your presence. When you did awesome deeds that we did not expect, you came down, the mountains quaked at your presence. From ages past no one has heard, no ear has perceived, no eye has seen any God besides you, who works for those who wait for him. You meet those who gladly do right, those who remember you in their ways. But you were angry, and we sinned. Because you hid yourself, we transgressed. We have all become like one who is unclean, and all our righteous deeds are like a filthy cloth. We all fade like a leaf, and our iniquities, like the wind, take us away. There is no one who calls on your name or attempts to take hold of you, for you have hidden your face from us and have delivered us into the hand of our iniquity. Yet, O Lord, you are our Father. We are the clay and you are our potter. We are all the work of your hand. Do not be exceedingly angry, O Lord, and do not remember iniquity for ever. Now consider, we are all your people. This is the word of the Lord. A reading from the first letter of Paul to Corinthians, chapter 1, verses 3 to 9. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I give thanks to my God always for you because of the grace of God that has been given you in Christ Jesus. For in every way you have been enriched in him, in speech and knowledge of every kind. Just as the testimony of Christ has been strengthened among you, so that you are not lacking in any spiritual gift as you wait for the revealing of our Lord Jesus Christ. He will also strengthen you to the end, so that you may be blameless on the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is faithful. By him you are called into the fellowship of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. This is the word of the Lord. Hear the Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Mark. And our gospel comes from Mark chapter 13, verses 24 to 37. Jesus said to Peter, James, John and Andrew, In those days, after that suffering, the sun will be darkened, and the moon will not give its light, and the stars will be falling from heaven, and the powers in the heavens will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in clouds 
with great power and glory. Then he will send out the angels and gather his elect from the four winds from the ends of the earth to the ends of heaven. From the fig tree, learn its lesson. As soon as its branch becomes tender and puts forth its leaves, you know that summer is near. So also when you see these things taking place, you know that he is near at the very gates. Truly I tell you, this generation will not pass away until all these things have taken place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. But about that day or hour, no one knows, neither the angels in heaven nor the Son, but only the Father. Beware, keep alert, for you do not know when the time will come. It is like a man going on a journey, when he leaves home and puts his slaves in charge, each with his work, and commands the doorkeeper to be on the watch. Therefore, keep awake, for you do not know when the master of the house will come, in the evening, or at midnight, or at cockcrow, or at dawn, or else he may find you asleep when he comes suddenly. And what I say to you, I say to all, keep awake. This is the Gospel of Christ. cheating for this piece of music was not written for Advent Sunday. It is not even a cantata but a motet, almost certainly written for a funeral. And moreover, is Bach's only motet without the biblical text, for it is a setting of a poem which expresses the yearning for the end. Come, Jesus, come. My body is weary, my strength is fading more and more. I long for your peace. This bitter path becomes too difficult for me. And on this Advent Sunday, we are surely yearning for an end to our own exile. I'm writing this piece at the beginning of week two of lockdown two. And as I read the words of Second Isaiah writing to the desperate by the rivers of Babylon, the poignancy of our present situation helps us to feel their longing. Oh, that you would tear open the heavens and come down! Or in the King James Version, Oh, that thou wouldst rend the heavens, that thou wouldst come down! This is a prayer for help, but a prayer by and for people on the edge who are simply weary of waiting. I suppose that the first ever known exile 
was the expulsion of Adam and Eve from paradise, aptly caught in Pilgrim's Progress by John Bunyan. Or better yet, John Milton. The hastening angel caught our lingering parents, and to the eastern gate had led them direct and down the cliff as fast to the subjected plain, then disappeared they looking back, all the eastern side beheld of paradise, so late their happy seat. And exile has been practised ever since. Expulsion was a common punishment uh, for ancient tribes. It's very prevalent in Shakespeare. And there were, of course, penal colonies established in Australia and Siberia. There are still governments in exile. And today we are painfully aware, for example, of the people of Syria camping by the million on the borders. And only yesterday, in Nagorno-Karabakh, the Armenians were packing up their homes to leave, while the Azerbaijanis were waiting to come home. So there are plenty of people praying to go home. Do not remember iniquity forever. Now consider, we are all your people. Isaiah remains a prophet of hope. And he sees the coming of God as sudden, explosive and immediately effective as when a fire kindles brushwood. And, of course, he sees it as extraordinarily powerful. The mountains might flow down at your presence. The homeland we are missing for most of us is not far away, but is as palpably distant, though, as the temple and the city of Zion for the Israelites. Beginning this season of Advent, this morning, we are conscious of being exiled from our own use of time, unable to meet family and friends, browse a shop in the village, go to the library, the cinema, the theatre, a concert, sit in a tea shop with an unexpectedly met friend. So it is with the longing of Bach's motet that we pray for and look forward to some imminent release. Amen. Let us affirm our faith together in the words of the Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven, was incarnate from the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and was made man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate, he suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again, in accordance with the scriptures, he ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, 
who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is worshipped and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy, catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. By the rivers of Babylon Where we sat down Yeah, we went And we remember Zion By the rivers of Babylon Where we sat down Yeah, we went And we remember Zion By the rivers of Babylon Let us pray. People of God, awake! The day is coming soon when you shall see God face to face. Remember the ways and the works of God. God calls you out of darkness to walk in the light of his coming. Lord, in your mercy. Lord, we thank you for the gifts you have given, scientists and researchers, and especially for the recent vaccine developments. We pray for those who need to turn these ideas into readily available inoculations, including manufacturers, nurses and doctors. Lord, in your mercy. 
We pray for those parts of the world which are in conflict, for those fleeing from war and oppression. Help us to hold your compassion in our hearts and to be generous in spirit to refugees everywhere. The Lord in your mercy. Father of all, as our thoughts turn to planning our celebrations for Christmas, be with all those who are facing difficult choices and let our decisions be guided by our love and care for our friends and our families. Lord in your mercy. Heavenly Father, we bring to you and to your love and care those who suffer in body and mind or spirit and in a moment of quiet we think of those who we know. And we include in our prayers Jill Smith and David Bevan. Lord, in your mercy. Lord, we pray for those who have been bereaved, that they may be strengthened by faith and comforted by your promises. We pray for the friends and family of Ray Thomas, Mary Emma Lloyd, Joyce Scholes and Barbara Johnson. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We join together in the prayer that Jesus taught us. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive them that trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Uh, just before our blessing, some notices. Um, you will all have seen the splendid news that from Sunday the 6th, Sunday the 6th of no, uh, December, uh, our churches can be open again. And so, although there will be a podcast next week, there will also be a service at All Saints Burnham Thorpe at 8 o'clock in the morning, at 10 o'clock in the morning, both of those being services of communion. There will be an even song at All Saints Burnham Sutton at 6.30. I do hope to see you at those services to which you feel you are able to come. And now our blessing. Now we come to our blessing. May Christ, the Son of Righteousness, shine upon you, scatter the darkness from before your path, and make you ready to meet him when he comes in glory. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, be among you, be with all those you love, and remain with you always. Amen.
Thank you.